What's going on everybody? Glenn P. Brooks Jr. here. I'm an author, I'm a speaker, and I'm a coach. And I wanna welcome you to We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I get the opportunity to add value to entrepreneurs, business owners, and ministry leaders, both on and offline. And this episode is gonna be no different. Stick around and we're gonna get started right now. Well, we'd like to welcome you guys back for another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I'm Glenn P. Brooks Jr. As you already know, we're Pushing up on 100 episodes, y'all. We're we're getting close. We're coming in the last stretch. And uh, I don't think it's a better person for us to kind of talk through what that last leg of the race looks like if you want to achieve a particular goal than the young lady that I'm about to introduce to you all. Uh, her name's Ruby Jackson. I had the privilege and the pleasure of coaching her in one of our MMC cohorts. And... Um, She's going to talk to you guys a little bit about the story. We're going to kind of walk through the story behind her brand. She's an amazing athlete. She's a photographer. She does all the things. She's a podcaster. And uh, the story behind her brand is absolutely amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to welcome for me, Ruby, Coach Ruby Jackson. Let's do it. Coach Ruby, it is so good to have you. I want to remind people that when they hear stories, what they're really hearing is the energy behind why a person shows up. And one of the reasons why I like to interview and talk to people about the amazing stories behind their brand, because I think that on some levels, your story drives your brand. Like it is the story that you've lived that kind of showed up in your life in a way that kind of manifested itself in the brand that you have. So real quick, if you can, just introduce yourself to everyone in the room today. Who are you? What do you do? Why do you do it? Who do you do it for? And let's take people back. Who was Ruby growing up? And how did some of the things you experienced shape who you are today? Let's get it. Well, Coach Glenn, first, I just wanted to say thank you so much for having me here. And um, who am I? I expose people to the light. Uh, within themselves. And essentially, I carry the light of God, like to the village. That's what, what God told me. And um, I, through media and uh, podcasting, I help empower, inspire, and provide exposure to the next young uh, up-and-coming leaders in sport, just so they can make an impact in their lives beyond sport. And I really have a passion to do that because I feel like at every level of sport, no matter whether you're little league or professional, um, your career is going to end. But a lot of us are never prepared for that. I wasn't prepared at all in the least. And we suffered through things like identity issues, uh, depression, loss of community, and just really a delay in what God has next for us. So I do it because I used to be in those shoes. Um, and I'm just excited for the work that that God is, you know, trusting to me through the podcast that I'm launching. Yeah, Ruby, I, and I really want to go to that because, mm -hmm. you know, obviously I'm intimately aware of some of the things that you've kind of grown through. When you start talking about carrying the light, I want mm -hmm. you to unpack that a little bit. Where does that come from, the need or the desire for you to carry a light to someone else? Because what you're describing is a place of darkness for people with an expected outcome that they don't realize because of this situations generally, in many cases, beyond their control. You don't control injury. 
And so you can be a world-class athlete that gets injured and your career comes to a screeching halt. Well, at that point, you're in a place where you need light brought to you. So talk to us a little bit about your past and where does this source of motivation or desire to even accept it come from of this idea of carrying light to people who are in a dark place? So you're absolutely right, Coach Glenn. Um, You don't control injury. And then even just recently, right, you don't control the pandemic. So many athletes' lives came to a screeching halt. Uh, But to carry the light, it really comes from, I would say, my childhood. I'm number two out of six children. Uh, I have, what is it? I always lose count. I have a bunch of younger siblings and um, nieces and nephews. And um, it's just a desire to be an example to them is where it originally started. And what really was the catalyst for me to put me on the path that I am today is in my career in pharma. So I'm also a scientist and I have a two decade uh, career in pharma, pharmaceutical service and biotech and construction. And um, early in my career, I was walking to work one day um, God had been giving me a series of dreams uh, throughout that month and I'm walking to work and I can tell it was those type of dreams where like he's calling you to a different place and he's calling you deeper. And as I'm walking down this hallway to work, it's like brown walls, everything just turned white. And I walk in and as I get to the end of the light, I'm standing at a podium and I'm speaking to a stadium full of people. And after I finished speaking, people are coming up and they're lined up and they want to talk to me. And I asked God, like, what is this vision about? And he said they came to me because I'm a runner. And that immediately just activated something in me um, and pushed me forward and, you know, kind of gave me a little bit of excitement, how we were talking about earlier uh, you know, excitement versus uh, the priority. And I, I quit my job. I quit my job. Um, and I went to train for the 2012 Olympics. I, I didn't make where I had intended and, and set to go. And I just really felt like I felt God. And when he came back to me um, and I finally got past that excitement phase and I sat down and kind of asked, well, what did this vision really mean? And um he told me that the word run was actually a question. Um, and it's, it's, it's the question in itself, are you in? And it was really that, are you willing to trust me at a not knowing level to move forward in a vision of what I'm showing you do, to do? Are you willing to set aside the things that you want to do and, and follow my direction? This is powerful. Ruby, I'm going to have you go ahead and mute while I'm talking just so that we don't hear some of the background that's kind of feeding in. I know you're in an environment where you don't quite uh, have total control over all the things, but we're going to plow through it. This conversation needs to be had. And the reason why, and and, and I, again, I'm intimately involved with your journey, um, at least a, a leg of it. And I understand where some of this is coming from. So I'm going to push on you to uh, share some things that you may normally not share. Let's take it back for a second. You were training for the 2012 Olympics, and you said something that I think bears digging into a little bit. You came up short of your goal. I think you need to bring people into the mindset of an Olympian. 
because that training that or that goal that you fell short of was a result of years, and I mean years, sacrifice, um, blood literally, sweat literally, tears literally, um, and then it comes to a close. And so for God to give you a vision of you standing up and sharing in front of a stadium full of people, which I don't think is far-fetched at all, that stadium is going to get created by way of your podcast long before you physically stand on that stage. But you're talking to people because God says they're coming to you because you're a runner, question mark. I want you to tie those two together. That training years of experience, years of sweat, blood, tears, sacrifice, money, all the things, end of career. Goal not met. How does that prepare you for where you are today in terms of the perspective that you now have? Let's take our time with this one. It's okay. There's no right or wrong. I just want you to explore that because I know what's in your head. (laughs) And I'm trying to get you to share so that these people who are listening can understand what you've gone through. Yeah, so Coach, there are... Transferable skills, right, from sport to to life to business, and um, just to back up a little bit and answer the first part of your question and put everybody in that space. So the average Olympian uh, across all sports trains about four to six years, and then we train six days a week, and probably about an average of four hours per day. Um, for for me, it was a little bit closer to six, six hours per day, six days a week. Um, so if you could imagine, you know, you're dedicating and putting essentially like a college education into just this one thing of making it to this Olympic stage and to run the 400 meter hurdles. Um, now, I would love to run it as fast as Sydney McLaughlin. So we're talking about, you know, less than a minute. Um, you know, close to under 50 seconds uh, for for her and where she's blazing. So if you could imagine you're putting all of this time in to reach that stage and then it's cut short. So lots of questions start to come up through it. And even throughout the the journey, you're you're questioning the whole time. Just wondering, like, is this the right thing that I'm I'm going to do? Back then, we didn't have NIL. We didn't have um, the access to social media that athletes do today. There was probably YouTube, um, and that was was about it. And people weren't getting paid the way they are through their presence and through social media. So you know, you're you're constantly thinking, like, okay, I'm making all these sacrifices. Um, where's the money going to come from? because I don't have sponsorship yet. Um, How is my living style going to have to change? Uh, You're constantly turning down, hanging out with friends. Um, They just want to go to a movie. They think that's something innocent, but you need to rest um, or, or maybe even saying no to something that your family wants to do, you know, because you have to show up and be at at a track meet. So, so in terms of that, like that, that's kind of where you are. Like it's day in, day out. You're fully dedicated to this one goal. And it's very easy for the what you're doing to become who you are. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's a dangerous thing um, sometimes. So to get want, to, yeah. oh, you want to stop? Me, yeah, let me yeah. jump into that part real quick because, and you're going to really take us to a place where, you know, all of that kind of stuff that you just shared shapes where you are today. But the idea of you working that hard and your dreams being dashed can produce stuff in you that causes you to, quite frankly, just want to quit and just throw it aside. You are a light bearer. You bring light to dark places. Um, How does you not quitting inform that, if that makes any sense? Yeah, so so not quitting... um you know, allows you to, to shine the light to others. So you, when you introduced me, you called me an Olympian. That was something until recently, I would probably never call myself because I didn't make it to that Olympic stage, but for the life of me, I cannot stop any of my friends, any of my associates, coaches from like introducing me that way. And I'm just like, you know what, God, I'm, I'm going to embrace that because People see that light in me and the not quitting. It may look like you're continuously shining the light, but know that there are moments in there where you find yourself. And I, I personally found myself at a very dark, dark place where I felt like I was almost in a well of sorts. And it's learning to f- reach back in and find that light that's in you and to cultivate it, to shine it so that you can, you know, take it to others and inspire them, empower them, help them gain the exposure that they need as well. Ruby, one of the things that I know about you is that you have an extraordinary community and there's no way that you could have accomplished the things that you've accomplished. And I need all of the people who are listening, maybe you just jumped in the car and you're hearing this podcast, somebody's playing it. Uh, Maybe you're at the gym and, you know, they ain't got the headphones on. And so you overhearing this. Um, as an athlete competing at that level, Ruby, you can't do that stuff by yourself. Can you speak to a little bit of the sacrifices and the commitments for you to embrace community, allowing someone to help you? And how does that translate into people showing up? Yeah, so so no athlete on any level does it alone. Um, so I know there's a, a lot of parents in the room who probably have uh, athletes as well. So, you know, it starts with the athlete, with the family, the coach. Uh, you have people that are on the physio side of things, um, spectators, fans, uh, and then even all the, the small things from like the meet organizers and the meet directors. And it's amazing, like when you're really tapped in and tuned in to what you're doing, where you can find the inspiration and it becomes important sometimes where like, where a meet director who athletes you hardly ever interact with. But I remember one time having trouble getting into a meet so that I could qualify for one of the stages that I wanted to get to as an Olympic, uh, as an Olympic athlete. And I reached out to the meet director and they responded and, and showed up and made sure that they connected with me when they got me into the meet and we connected in person. And, just to have somebody show up like that and um, yeah, just to have them show up for something that you might think is so small as saying like a hello or saying, I can make this accommodation for you. It's huge. Um, I love and it. It's, 
No, I I love it, Ruby. And I think I want you to kind of maybe transition a little bit. You work with athletes uh, as a part of some of the things that you do. You also have a podcast that's being launched and you've been working on it. I remember the inception of that and the idea behind it. Um, Can you talk to people a little bit about what you're hoping to accomplish through these mediums? How do you work with athletes? How can people work with you? And we're going to stick around because I got a feeling that there are some people that want to connect dots in our audience that want to ask specific questions. And I know that, um, you know, you got a second, so I want to take advantage of that. So talk to us just a little bit, if I can go back, about the work that you do with athletes, about the podcast, what is it designed to do, and how can people discover it? Yes, absolutely. So um, when I when I first started Coach Glenn, I knew that I wanted to have a, a video podcast. I knew this was kind of the wave of the future and wh- where things were going. So I learned a little bit more about my camera. And it's a passion that I've always had when I was young. And um, I got a little lost, though, um, because I found myself building this business that you know, was was kind of sexy and was bringing in a lot of money, but it wasn't where God had called me to be. And I mentioned that story because one of the things that athletes struggle with is identity. And like I said, I, I turned out with putting the videographer t- photographer and that became the who I am. But it was really just a part of what I was doing. Um, so one of the things that the podcast um, will explore is just identity and working with athletes to help them know that you're more than your sport, that you can make an impact in life beyond sport. Um, other pillars that we'll talk about where a lot of uh, a lot of podcasts are not really talking about around it right now in its faith. So I, I believe there's a holistic approach to athletics that you need to have every single pillar or every single cylinder kind of run in toward the same goal and at the same speed. So there are not a lot of podcasts talking about faith. And then also entrepreneurship is, is an area that we'll talk about. And the ideal idea is to just inspire, empower, and to really help people to gain exposure um, where they may be underlooked or undervalued through this platform and through this medium. Well, I love it. Um, I know you still work with athletes. I think this is going to be such a great way to draw people to your voice, your mindset, how you show up and how you may be able to assist them. For anybody that's looking for you and the work that you do, how do they find you? And uh, let's talk a little bit about that. And then we're going to switch gears. We're going to invite some of our studio audience to come up and to share and talk a little bit about uh, maybe some things, some takeaways and, and certainly be able to ask questions. Yeah, so the podcast is Your Next Lap. That's the the name of it uh, with Ruby Jackson. And we are actually Your Next Lap on all platforms. Um, So on YouTube, where the video podcast will be, um, I'll even be eventually dabbling into TikTok, but YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Your Next Lap. So Y-O-U-R-N-E-X-T-L-A-P. We didn't do any of that phonetic stuff. Uh, so it's just your next lap. And if you're looking to connect with me personally, um, I'm Coach Ruby J on all platforms. So. Listen, I'm so busy trying to type this in for everybody. Listen, this, your next lap. I love that. I love that. Um, Ruby, I can't say enough. And we've talked privately. I'm so freaking proud of you. 
um, you should absolutely be proud of you. And I know you are. But when I get a chance, and you can relate to this, I think a coach's greatest joy is when they see people that they coach show up and execute on the things that they always knew about them. And from the moment I met you, I saw this in you. And I'm just grateful that you let me in. And I'm grateful that you said yes and that you're choosing to let everyone else in. This woman is an incredible introvert, y'all. She This ain't her lane to get up and talk and share. And be, she, There's a reason why she chose to be behind the camera. She could produce your podcast, I'm sure. But like, like anything behind the scenes, that's her thing. Uh, so, again, kudos to you for all that you're doing. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. And let's thank uh, my wonderful guest today, Coach Ruby Jackson. Here's what I know to be true, guys. You can't get to any place of significance by yourself because we all need some help. And I'll see you guys on the next edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. Well, I'd like to thank you guys for joining us once again for another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. Uh, Be sure to download this, and if you need to connect to us any kind of way, uh, you can reach us at www.glennpbrooksjr.com. At the end of the day, y'all already know what time it is. You cannot get to any place of significance by yourself because we all need some help. Y'all be good, and we'll talk soon.